Welcome to Daybreak Devotions, a podcast version of the daily radio ministry of the McLeansville Baptist Church with your host, Pastors Mike Barnett and Corey Cantrell. And now we're gearing up and ready to go on this Friday morning here from McLeansville Baptist Church. Another episode of Daybreak Devotions. We are so glad to be with you once again. Always a joy and a privilege and a highlight of my day. It's Highlight Fridays. Highlight Fridays. Yeah. We're going to highlight happiness today. Oh, that's good. Well, today is sometimes Friday Fun Day or Fun Day Friday or however we usually call that. I'm over here sipping on a smoothie that my wife made me. It is silky, creamy, mmm. And when I take a sip, I can't talk for a few seconds. It's almost like taking a bite out of a peanut butter sandwich and then somebody asking you a question, you're like, oh man, hold that thought. I'm sure the listeners enjoyed that uh, illustration right there. But everybody (laughs) can now relate with you. been there. Yeah, they just were. So anyway, (laughs) uh, we're going to be talking happiness today, and that'll be our, our Bible reflections, and we'll study on that and talk about that. Did you come happy? I'm always happy. I don't know if that's true, but... I am happy more than I'm not. Well, that's good. I feel like I am typically an upbeat, kind of like enjoying life kind of guy. You know, I am fun country. Mm-hmm. It, but fun people aren't always happy. No. Nope. A lot of the most famous comedians in uh, history have been some of the saddest people. Very, very dark, depressed, because you know why? They're taking fun out of all the wrong places. Mm. Looking for fun in all the wrong places. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like there was a song almost about that one time. In a roundabout way. Well, speaking of songs, and since it is Friday Fun Day, we want to go ahead and at least have a Friday Fun Day song. And I I have never heard this song that you're about to grace us with. Oh, you're going to love it. It is one of mine and my children's favorites. Well, now, hold on. I don't know. You you can introduce it more if you want to, but I want to prepare the audience. Let them have it. I'm not sure how many in our audience are familiar with VeggieTales. I mean, everybody's had to have heard of it, but if you've never seen VeggieTales, this is going to be a song by Larry the Cucumber. (laughs) Yes, it is. And Larry's type of personality is... He's never he's he never gives off the impression of being sad. He's just the upbeat kind of guy. And there's a segment on Veggie Tales called Silly Songs with Larry, where, you know, Larry si- comes out and sings, and sings a, silly, a song. silly song. Well, this particular one, Larry tackles singing the blues, and so you've got an upbeat, cheerful, never down and out guy that's going to come out and sing the blues. So, uh, I think you'll enjoy this. All right. Now it's time for the blues with Larry. The part of the show where Lady comes out and sings the blues. Hey, everybody. I'm gonna lay down some blues. All sunshine and roses. No rain came my way. I said, all sunshine and roses. No rain came my way. Mm-mm. My dad bought me ice cream. Oh, happy, 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 happy day. I ate up that ice cream. Got some on my face. That's right, right on my face. I said, I ate up that ice cream. Got some on my face. Got some on the 
place. Hey, man, what you doing? I'm singing the blues. Oh, man, the blues is for singing when you feel sad. But I don't feel sad. Man, if you got no business singing the blues. Here, let me help you out. Take this. Cool, ice cream. Thanks. Now give me back that ice cream. You took my ice cream. You took it from me. You took my ice cream. You took it away from me. Oh, yeah. Now you're getting it. Now listen up. But I'm still not sad. I'll just have a cookie. No, 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 man. You almost had it. Come on, like this. You took away my ice cream. You took it away from me. My sweet, creamy ice cream. I don't care about no cookies. Now try it again. I guess the video would be helpful. He threw his platter of My cookies. My cookies and ice cream. They both gone away. That's right. Mm -hmm. Feel it. My cookies and ice cream. They both gone away. Oh, sweet, man. Sweet. But that don't bother me none. My freshly baked strudel. What? Strudel? Man, you can't say strudel in the blues. I don't even rhyme. Well, what about poodle? Because I got a poodle. Ha! Oh, no, don't tell me you're going to eat that poodle. No, I'm just going to pet him. Petting poodles makes me happy. <laughs> Sorry, man. You way too happy to sing the blues. Hello? Would you like to poker? Sure. Don't got no ice cream, no cookies, no strudel. Don't got no ice cream, no cookies, no strudel. But I'm your lady, your lady, your lady happy. Just here with my poodle. That's right. Oh yeah, I'm your lady, your lady, your lady happy too. Just me and my poodle. This has been the Blues with Larry. Tune in next time to... Oh, never mind. Larry's not likely to be singing the blues again anytime soon. Well, everybody's either happier now or feeling the blues after that. I don't see how you could listen to that and be feeling the blues. Maybe maybe you don't get the warmth and joy that you know those of us from the VeggieTales childhood who are now reminiscing with their children get from it, but... You got it's got to at least bring a smile on your face because everybody knows a Larry the Cucumber. I guess they do, but if you don't know Larry the Cucumber, you're still sitting there thinking, "What is that?" Well, no, I mean like I'm just, I, I know oh, everybody oh, yeah, knows yeah, yeah, a Larry yeah, type, yeah. but I just wanted to give a shout out to the people that are sitting there thinking that. Yeah, guys, we we hear you. We don't care. We play it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's our introduction. That's our fun song for this Friday fun day. And listen, 
If you are listening on the radio right now, this will be uploaded as a podcast version, and I promise you, your grandchildren and great-grandchildren would love to hear Larry sing the blues. Absolutely. So, so don't let it be wasted. All right. I want to open our Bibles this morning to Psalm 119. Ooh. Yeah, we're not going to do the whole Psalm. We've done that before, and it took like nine months. Oh, well, we're not going to do that today, <laughs> uh, because I've got about nine minutes before I have to leave. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I was looking at Psalm 119 uh, just in my morning, uh, regular morning prayer time and, and regular reading schedule, and I noticed that at the very beginning of it, and I guess it catches my eye because we've been studying in the Sermon on the Mount on Wednesday night, but Psalm 119 verse 1 starts with, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. And that reminds me of the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5, as well as other key passages of Scripture that I'm very fond of, like Psalm 1, you know, uh, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, and all those things. And there's many, many verses in the Bible that, that speak to this, this thing of blessed, but this word blessed, it's, it's the word we understand as being happy or being filled with joy, mm -hmm. and there's an expression I used to hear, I guess maybe back in my teenage years, early 20s, I don't know. I don't hear people use this anymore. Maybe I just don't pay attention. But I remember people used to say, happiness is a, and they would fill in whatever happiness was, and I, for some reason the one I think about is, happiness is a puppy. Oh, that's <laughs> something. You never heard anybody say, happiness is a, and then... I I guess I didn't realize that was an expression as far as, like, a colloquialism. I thought somebody was really emphasizing their item. I didn't—I guess I've never put two and two together that, oh, yeah, I, I have heard a lot of people say happiness is fill-in-the-blank. Happiness is a front porch swing on a spring evening. Yep, I've heard, Maybe you know, like, evening, I don't know. like, happiness is a cabin in the mountains. Happiness is a sunny day on the lake. Uh, so, okay, I'm with you now. Yeah, so that's that's kind of a mentality that we have. And when we think about being happy, I, I think everybody wants to be happy. Everybody wants to be a little like Larry the Cucumber, you know. It'd be great if we never felt the need to sing the blues. But I used to fall into that way of thinking and and see if you recognize this. But that way of thinking that happiness was a lesser or lower or more carnal thing for a Christian. Christians are not going for happy. Christians go for joy. Yes, I've heard I've heard that a lot, and and have had that thought as well. You know, happiness is the world substitute for joy. Mm -hmm. You know, Satan can't clone and duplicate joy, but he offers happiness, and so it's a lesser than what Jesus offers. And so, what we inadvertently do is we put a label on happiness as being something that is sinful. Yeah, I'm well, not. I'm not a good Christian because I'm happy. Or at the very least, it's naive. Like, it's not mature. Like, you know, when you grow in the faith, you'll move past happiness and you'll get to joy. Well, the thing that we have to look at is what the Bible does teach us. And I am glad that I have learned that God cares very much about our happiness. He wants us to be happy. And the Bible has a lot to say about that. Happiness and joy are not, you know two separate things or exclusive of one another. Now, I would say that joyful uh, is deeper. Joy is fruit of the Spirit. Joy is a richer, uh, high end of happiness. 
And I think there is merit. As a matter of fact, you know, if we dig into the word, we and we will a little bit, but there's merit to looking at happy as being circumstantial. But why why do why have why has that become a negative thing? Because it has. I mean, I remember hearing pastors, I remember hearing particular a senior chaplain when I was in the army who this was a great guy great guy and he was happy all the time I mean I would say he was a happy person but he would actually he was he had a little saying I could never remember what it was but he threw he really threw down on happiness as being because happiness was based on circumstances and circumstances can change and what you need is joy in your heart right mm-hmm. well if I have joy in my heart what's wrong with also wanting to be happy about it yeah and that, that's kind of one of those questions that I guess was always under the surface for me, but I never really plugged into it because it made sense. When you say, well, happiness is, has to do with circumstances. Happy, we get happy because of things or because of everything going right, but we need to be joyful no matter what's happening. And, and you see how it's easy to, to jump on that and then dismiss happiness as being something that Christians shouldn't be concerned with. Yeah, it's, I think it's another one of those things where there's a long list of of things that we say and emphasize that started off for the right reasons, that over the course of time we lost what the right reasons was and forgot what we were actually emphasizing. Because I can see the right reason being, you know, don't strive for happiness. Don't make happiness the 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 goal that you're shooting for. Strive for joy, because joy lasts, happiness is fleeting. But that doesn't mean that on the quest of striving for joy that I... I shun happiness. I enjoy it when it comes, but I'm not rattled when I'm in a season of grief either because my, my target and my goal is is joy that only Christ provides. Well, and just thinking off of that, that what you just said, so we I think we both understand and the, the listeners will understand that joy can be the foundation. So joy is fruit of the Spirit. Joy is comes from abiding in Jesus, and so it's foundational, but is it okay for us to then shoot for happiness? Because if I've got Christ, I've got joy. So maybe a way to, to say it would be, you know, we, we are joyful in the Lord, yes. but a lot of times we don't tap into that joy because we're not happy. Yes, I think it. this really, I'm hearing it springboard very well off of our conversation with enthusiasm the other day. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the game or enjoying a hobby or enjoying this, that, or the other, so long as you're primary, primarily being enthused by your walk and your life with Christ, sure, go out and find pleasure and enjoyment in these other things that are good, but the foundation has to be right. The question that we have to put forth eventually in this conversation is, so are we supposed to be happy or holy? Because that is another long-term debate or issue. I'm not going to make much reference to it. I just found an article by this title, Are You Chasing Happiness or Holiness?, and it was written by Tony Ranke, which is he's like the host of the Ask Pastor John podcast uh, with Desiring God. And I know, disclaimer, we don't agree with all the theological things of anybody. So don't, if you're going to, well, yeah, go ahead and write us. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, some don't even know what I'm talking about. But uh, but in this article, he after he gets into it, he has that title, that subtitle, Happy or Holy. And he references us to go back and look at uh, he calls them the Redwoods of the church, the Puritans. And he gives two in particular that can help us respond to, he says, the modern attempt to separate happiness from holiness because there is this idea that God's not interested in you. Be, and it's more like this. God's not interested in your happiness. He wants your obedience. That's where it comes. And so he references a book, 
a 450-page book written in 1662. I love the titles of books back in that time. Today, titles of books have like two words maybe. Sometimes they're one-word book, you know, titles. 1662, here's the title of this book, The Crown and Glory of Christianity, colon, or Holiness, The Only Way to Happiness. <laughs> I mean, you knew what you were about to read about when you picked up books back in that time. Yeah. And he says it's a massive defense of the interconnectedness of human happiness and holiness that runs on and on, point after subpoint, to make the case irrefutably clear from Scripture. But here's a quote from this. The writer is Thomas Brooks, a Puritan a writer. He says, Holiness differs nothing from happiness but in name. Holiness is happiness in the bud, and happiness is holiness at the full. Happiness is nothing but the quintessence of holiness. An absolute fullness of holy, holiness will make an absolute fullness of happiness. When our holiness is perfect, our happiness shall be perfect. And if this were attainable on earth, there would be but little reason for men to long to be in heaven. I'm, I'm hearing the quote. I'm hearing all of this. Even the, the um, counterpoint of, you know, God's not interested in your happiness, but only in your holiness. And I, and I guess I'm being forced to front the fact that we're really snubbing our nose at Jesus' own teaching when we take that line of thought. So even this Puritan writer and what he was saying, even Jesus' own words in John 13, as after he gives the illustration of washing one another's feet and being a servant to one another, and the, the, the master is not greater than the servant or the servant the master, and he goes through all this, and then in John 13, 17, he says, if you know these things, happy are ye, if ye do them, mm -hmm. so how can you how can you say that our happiness and our obedience are mutually exclusive? Jesus is ab absolutely interested in both because you can't truly have one without the other. You can't truly be obedient unless you are happy in Him. Nor can you truly be happy unless you are obedient. The uh, the idea of the happiness and is throughout the Bible, and it's you know the Old Testament. We have if you just look at the verses that have the blessed is. You know, I, I did that. I put it in the Bible program this morning, the search. Blessed is or blessed are, whichever it is. But, I mean, I didn't list them all. I But I put it in my notes here, just a few of them. And what I find is, is that we don't have to settle for being happy. Well, I don't have joy, but I'll settle for being happy. There, there's that mentality. Um, as that's that's going back to saying that happiness is a lesser gift than joy, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't have joy, but I'll settle for being happy. Well, we don't have to settle for being happy. We actually should seek to be happy because the circumstances around which happiness is found and formed are indeed very holy, and they are very much soul care uh, promoting. So listen to just a few examples. Again, Psalm 1. Verse 1 through 3, forgive me for using the word happy instead of blessed here to make the point, right? Happy is the one who delights in, dwells in, and draws from the word. That's Psalm 1, 1 and 3. Psalm 32, 1, happy is the one whose sins are forgiven. Psalm 33, 12, happy are the people who have God as their Lord. Psalm 38, uh, or Psalm 34, 8, as well as Psalm 40 and verse 4, happy is the person who confides in and shelters in God. The Bible says trust in, but that's what it means. It's somebody mm -hmm. who runs to God and, and finds refuge in him. Psalm 41.1, happy is the person who uh, cares for and ministers to the poor. I mean, there's a lot of great verses in the Bible that just say, here's where happiness is, and they're all very holy things yes. and very much soul care things. We need to be happy. 
You know, matter of fact, there was a Jimmy Stewart movie called You Gotta Stay Happy. There you go. Friday Fun Day movie recommendation. Flick. Flick of the flick of a Friday flick. Yeah. All right. <laughs> a Friday fun flick. <laughs> we didn't have Thursday's treasure trove this week, so we're getting a Friday, Friday fun flicks. flick. Yeah. Anyway, and so you move on to the New Testament. We've already mentioned the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes, but then Matthew eleven six, Jesus says, Happy is the person who does not give up on me. Uh and, and again I'm paraphrasing. This is you know, right, look up the reference, you'll see it. Um, Matthew twenty four forty six. Happy's the servant who's found faithful in his work. Romans four and verse eight, which is really Paul's reference back to Psalm thirty two one. But he says, "Happy's the man whose sin is not credited to him." James one twelve. Happy's the person who endures the trials. And Revelation one three. Happy is the the one who reads and hears this prophecy. And those are just a few examples. So happiness is all throughout the Bible. It is literally there. So in the same vein as enthusiasm, as you referenced earlier, there is a way in which all people can get excited over lesser things, right? And all people can be happy just on a lesser level. Like, you don't have to have Jesus to be happy. You have to have Jesus to have joy. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to have Jesus to have happy. But if you have Jesus, you can have joy and be happy. That's what he wants for us. And so there's a happiness that can be experienced, yes, over lesser things, but these are lesser only if we do not have God as the center and context of that thing we are doing. So here's the question. We're starting the weekend. What makes you happy? What makes me yeah, happy? I mean, it's Friday. So typically Friday, you know, I know when I was young, I don't know if it's this much anymore because people's work schedules are so weird. But it used to be, you know, Friday was the getting off day. The weekend's about to crank up. And, you know, people... Of course, for a lot of bad reasons, you know, a lot of people get excited about Friday. But, but what what are you happy about as you think about? Hey, it's the weekend. I'm happy because I'm happy about there's there's a little bit of time where you can just kind of not unplug and disconnect, but but you know you you've got some some built in relaxation and recreation. Like mm-hmm. hey, there's going to be some things that my family and I are going to do over the course of the next couple of days that you know we try to integrate in the other portions of the days, but maybe don't have as much time for as what we know we're going to have built in on Friday evenings and Saturday evenings and things like that. I, I look forward to sleeping in a little bit, to just being able to say, hey, I, I don't have a, a pressing commitment that I've got to make sure that I'm up, focused, ready to get out the door. We can kind of ease into the morning a little bit more and, and get after it and not have the, the immediate rush. Not only the extra rest and relaxation, which is great, but uh, the fun things we get to do. You alluded to that, but hey, tonight's pickleball night. Yes, it is. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this because I've only played pickleball once on that code activity, and this could this this fits my uh, skill repertoire very well. Not that I'm an awesome pickleball player, but it's it's the kind of game that I really, really, really enjoy playing. For those of you that don't know pickleball, it has nothing to do with pickles. No, it doesn't. That I thought about this. That might be why we have a limited number of church people that signed up, because the one time that you did mention it from the pulpit, you said, <laughs> hey, we'll have dill, bread and butter, pickles choice. And I think people were like, I don't really like pickles. I started to say sweet baby rays, but that's a barbecue <laughs> that's barbecue sauce. sauce. Those little baby, little sweeties. Petite <clears throat> dills. Yeah, those. That's what they are. But, yeah, I, actually, I, I read about that to try to find out why it was called pickleball, and there's speculation that the people that invented the game um, actually uh, named it after their dog, whose name was Pickles. Oh. 
So, well, I tell you what, you're going to have to wrap this up on our behalf. Uh, can we maybe pick this back up on Monday? And we thank you for joining us on today's program. We hope that you'll tune in with us each and every day right here on Daybreak Devotions as Pastor Mike and I will discuss various topics in God's Word. If you've got any questions, comments, we would love to hear from you at daybreakdevotion at gmail.com.